hello, hello, hello. Pop play number six in season one is here and it's called Vast by Callie Walsh. We are reloading all of the pop plays in season one because we just wanted to make sure that you know that we know that the sound quality on some of these could be better. But the reason it's not better is because obviously we were all trapped in our houses behind face masks at the time these were being recorded back in 2020 back in the mists of time so we hope you'll indulge us and we hope you enjoy this play here which is called Vast by Callie Walsh and it's very beautiful it's a look at love and the lengths those who care about us will go to to keep us afloat when we feel like we're going under we hope you enjoy this this is Vast by Callie Walsh Come on, up you get. Five more minutes. Nope. Five turns into ten, turns into never. Get up. I don't think I'm going to go today. But you didn't go in yesterday either. Or the day before that. Or the day before... Yes, Brooke, I know. I just don't feel up to it. (sighs) Come on, Harv. They're going to fire you. Don't care. Fine. But you're going tomorrow. All right, please. Sure. But at least get up and have breakfast with me. In a minute. Do you ever think about the universe? Oh, it's 6.30 in the morning. Ideal universe pondering time. I'm not awake enough for this. I think about the universe a lot. How big it is. How tiny I am in it. There's a word for that. Oculism. The awareness of the smallness of your perspective in the scheme of the universe. Yeah, that. Do you ever think about that? Of course I do. Everyone does. We are the universe experiencing itself, after all. What do you think about when you think about the universe? The usual stuff. Are we alone? What came before? Why does Matt Damon get stuck out there so often? Do you think we're alone? This is a ridiculous conversation to have right now. Get in the shower and I'll go make breakfast. In a minute. I think I had a dream about being in space and now it's all I can think about. That's what happens when one last joint turns into three. I I think there was this giant blue manta ray that was sparkly and translucent and I was riding on its back through the solar system. Fascinating. So what do you think? I think you need to stop smoking. No, I mean about if we're alone. I don't know. I mean, scientists seem very certain we aren't and they know a lot more about science than I do. But it seems so improbable. Well, what do you mean? 
Well, think about it. All the millions upon millions of coincidences and accidents and mistakes that happened before the conditions were just right for life to exist. And then on top of life existing, out of all the millions of species that have ever existed, only one became sentient? All that happening twice? The odds seem pretty stacked. True. There's a lot of other planets out there, though. So the odds aren't so bad. And yet nothing. So if life is out there, it's very far away and we'll probably never meet it anyway. Either way, we are alone. Would it not comfort you to know that they're out there and we're not alone after all, even if you can't meet them? You can feel alone when there are billions of humans out there within an arm's reach. I'm not sure knowing that there are aliens billions of light years away is going to solve that. True. Besides, if we were to discover other life forms, we'd just kill them anyway. And we'd be back to square one. Nah, I reckon we'd all be too busy having an existential crisis to kill anything. And the aliens would just be looking at us like, oh dear. These little carbon blobs are just harmless balls of worry. We should help them. And then they enlighten us and all is well. You are much too naive. Not at all. I just fully believe in the power of existential anxiety. I don't think we are the universe experiencing itself, you know. No? No. I think the universe made us, so it had something to show off to. The universe is an extrovert and we are its captive audience? Yeah, exactly. Galileo said, The sun with all those planets revolving around it and dependent on it can still ripen a bunch of grapes as if it had nothing else in the universe to do. Exactly. I reckon the Greeks were right. About what? Us being the centre of the universe. It made us to show us all the amazing things it can do. We're getting dangerously close to religion now. Man is the love child of a million dead stars. That might be the most depressing thing you've ever said. <laughs> Why? You think if stars knew that when they die they help form little carbon blobs of worry, they'd be happy about it? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, we worship them. We make wishes on them. Innocence of an eight-year-old you. Maybe. Or maybe I just think it's pretty cool that if we didn't exist, there might not be anything to give the universe meaning. Everything means something because we made it so, especially life. Or we are the result of some very unfortunate evolutionary missteps and we developed the concept of meaning as a coping mechanism. <gasps> I don't know how you can look up at the sky and think that. I don't know how you can look around you and not think that. It's all utterly meaningless. But why? Why do you think that? I don't even really think it. I just feel it. You feel meaningless? Can we stop this now? I'm hungry. Let's make breakfast. Oh, I'm sorry. I just... I like talking about this stuff, especially with you. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't need a reminder of how 
vast and empty and pointless the universe is. <laughs> that isn't what I was saying. That's the exact opposite of what I was saying. Yeah, but you're wrong, so... <laughs> How could you possibly know that? Well, I don't. I just think... That... It doesn't matter. I just... I just thought I could... Cure my depression by telling me I should be grateful to be here? No, I... Jesus Christ, Brooke. I'm not fucking dense. Don't make it sound like it's some nefarious plan. You have about as much tack as a fucking sock. You know what, Half? Fuck you. I was just trying to help. I thought if I can't keep you happy, at least I can find something that does. I'm sorry the entire fucking universe isn't good enough for you. Don't do that. What? You can't guilt me into being happy. I'm not trying to guilt you. I'm just giving, trying to give you some perspective. I don't need fucking perspective, Brooke. I just need it to stop. You need what to stop? Everything. Talk to me. Tell me what you're thinking. You know how some people are just really good at sports or maths? And some people, no matter how they try or how much they practice, they just never get good at it. Like me? Yeah. Well, I think life is the same. Some people just aren't good at it, no matter how hard they try. They just can't get their head around it. But life isn't a talent. You don't get born good at life. <laughs> I think most people do, like you. But some of us just aren't programmed that way. Just not programmed for life. That's okay. You can't all be good at everything. Listen to me. You are programmed differently and that is okay. But if you think everyone else on this planet is having a dandy time because you think they were born good at life, then you're dumber than I thought you were. It just, just feels like everything wounds me. Like there's sharp edges to everything and only I'm getting caught on them. That's not true. I get caught on them all the time. Just yesterday I had a breakdown on the way home from work because I saw a dead fox. That's because you're a delicate fairy princess. Very true. And that's okay. And it's okay for you to be that way too. Because I just, I don't know how I'm supposed to go. I thought teenage angst was something you grow out of. Instead, it was just a fucking free trial. Now I've got a full contract with the Depression Club and I can't find the cancel membership button. Have you tried calling your bank? You're an idiot. Look. I'm not trying to pressure you into being happy. I know that doesn't work. But I do want to help. Like, however I can, because I'm not going anywhere. So just do me a favour. What? When you feel like burying yourself, go for it. Just 
leave a bell up top. You can ring so I can come dig you up when you're ready, okay? Okay. Otherwise, I'm just going to have to keep Googling things stoners say to use in casual conversation just to provoke a response from you. And it's not as fun as it sounds. Okay. I can't go to work, though. Just can't face it. That's okay. I'm not going to force you to go. You do got to go to the doctors, though. Get signed off for a while. Maybe even... Talk to someone? I don't know. It might do you some good. It's worth a try, right? Maybe. What if they tell me I'm crazy? I can tell you right now that you're crazy. Oh, cheers. There's no shame. All the best people are crazy. But then you can tell work that you're crazy and start getting away with all kinds of shit. Cash in on that positive discrimination. Fine. Make an appointment. If they try and hypnotise me, I'm out. Vast by Callie Walsh, starred Lene Kiku as Harvey and me, Sassy Clyde, as Brooke. Sound design was by the team at Jano Media and our theme song was by Emma McGrath. We're currently reading scripts for season four of the Scene Podcast. That's right, you've got seasons two and three to indulge in. And if you want to be part of season four, if you're a writer, you've got a short script lying about somewhere, send it in to us. We've been reading some really great work and we are sure you've got something Amazing for us to read too. So head over to the website, thescenepodcast.co.uk and yeah, read you later. Bye. <laughs>